Happy Sunday and welcome back to another episode of Thriving Thoughts. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry. So I'm so excited today to share with you a super fun and truth-filled conversation I had with my friend Jennifer Seven, who, by the way, Jennifer has the coolest name ever, Jennifer Seven, and she is the founder of the coolest company, Seven Company Weight Loss and Wellness. Jennifer is an incredible individual who lives what she speaks. I invited her onto the show today. She's a weight loss and wellness guru, and she's got a really special offer for you guys. Hey, listen, you may not be ready to dive in off the deep end to take care of you physically, but Jennifer has a generous offer to have a free consultation with you. And to get started, all you need to do is text the word READY, R-E-A-D-Y, to 540-369-2139. That's text READY to 540-369-2139. You'll hear more about Jennifer's special offer at the end of the episode. And hey, listen, the primary takeaway that I got from this message, and I promise I'm getting out of the way quickly here, is that it's going to be okay. You are going to be okay. Let that be your mantra as you lean in, listen, and learn how to thrive in the thick of it with my friend, Jennifer Seven. Good morning, Jennifer. Welcome to the show. So happy to have you on today. Good morning, Dr. Sherry, and thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. We're both working from home today. I'm in a chilly basement. Where are you at today? Well, I'm in my at-home office with my surrounded by my animals. <laughs> I love that. I'm surrounded by mine too. They're fantastic, aren't they? Oh, they are. Good company. <laughs> yeah, beautiful companions, great company. Hot day, good day to be inside. So hey, listen, I'm just going to dive right in here, Jennifer, and I'm going to ask you the theme question of this season, which is what are you in the thick of right now? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> loaded question. Uh, so like, when did the thick of it start? <laughs> so the thick of it for me started uh, in March, uh, you know, when all of this COVID like just kaboom, all of a sudden it was yeah. a big deal. And uh, I have a weight loss center. So all of a sudden it was, what are, what are we doing? Uh, can we still see people? You oh, know, right. What, what yeah. is the whole business operation going to be? Yeah. Cause your typical model has been what to see people in, in person, they come to your facility. Right. Exactly. So it was week to week, uh, coaching appointments, seeing people every week face to face, and they could come in and do their body composition, meet with their coach, pick up their food. So we're a very much a relationship business. Yeah. So having that contact was really important. Mm -hmm. So I had to make the really tough decision to close my doors. Um, mm. Technically, we could have probably fallen under essential because we were selling food. But it was also I could do curbside pickup, I could ship if okay. I needed to. So I, as a business owner, it was like, oh, okay, what am I going to do yeah. to stay alive, to, to keep the business operational, but also protect myself, my employees, and my customers? Yeah. So when you say close the doors, Jennifer, you don't mean close the business. Correct. Correct. Okay. It was to close the brick and mortar office Got space it. from having face-to-face uh, -face contact. Mm. So that's what I chose to do. I, I said, okay, how can we shift? How can we mm -hmm. pivot? What can we do? I still have to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. We still have to service our clients. What do we do? So 
uh, I sent my coaches home and said, we're going to do this by Zoom or FaceTime or phone or whatever. Wow. (laughs) What a shock to the system, right? (laughs) Oh, gosh. It was incredibly stressful. Yeah. Incredibly stressful. And then I've got shelves full of food inventory that it's like, okay, this is all money sitting on the shelves. How do I get this to the client? And again, minimizing all of that contact because yeah. this was early on, we were all trying to figure it out. So I immediately jumped into curbside pickups. Okay. Uh, so it was me running up and down the stairs, <laughs> running down to the curb to deliver product and uh, trying to teach my coaches who are wonderful women. I have yeah. three wonderful coaches, but they're not really technological. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to learn Zoom, to learn yes. FaceTime, you know, it's just like, okay, girl, we got to do this. <laughs> well, you know, you just hit one of the key words on the head, learn. So when I talk about thriving in the thick of it, thriving means to learn, to grow, to prosper, to flourish. And that's not always, well, I would say most of the time, that's not very fun because it's out of our comfort zone. It's not what we're used to, right? So when you're talking about these coaches learning, well, oh my goodness. I mean, like, let's just back up because you're talking about being in the thick of it. I think a lot of times for the consumer, your clients, for example, they see what's happening on their end. They're thinking, okay, they have a couple of questions. One, am I going to have a reflexive action and kind of pull back the purse strings because this is not important to me right now, right? So true. So yeah. true. Um, and so they're looking at what's happening on their end, on the receptive consumer end, right? And you're looking at that too. But then you're looking at the internal mechanisms of the business, being in the thick of that, looking at the financial pieces, looking at the practical, logistical, the brick and mortar stuff, this food that you have in inventory. and then. On top of that, you're looking at being surrounded by a team because it's not just you. Yep. That's a lot. You are so, you have that right. You hit that right on the, right on the head there. That's a lot of learning opportunities, girl. Well, yeah. Yeah. And yes, (laughs) I'm like, uh, I'm just going to speak just like, oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what was going on. Cause I was terribly worried about how am I going to pay my staff? How am I going to keep my staff? How am I going to keep my clients? How am I going to pay the bills? Mm and it's pretty scary, mm. pretty darn scary, and a lot of sleepless nights. And I would say that my ability to keep my eyes and ears open and uh, to surround myself with some pretty amazing women who were helping, we were just getting together. Like we had this group, uh, and every Monday we would get on this call and just, how are you doing? Now, oh, well. is this a pre COVID? Thing, no, or? no, we we started this after um, wow. because we couldn't. Well, yeah, I, I guess some of these these ladies we would get together like once a month, but mm-hmm. kind of this evolved into a little bit bigger group. But we were all business owners, and it was like, okay, how are you? How yeah. are you doing? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And we'd get together, and these ideas would come up, or we'd find out about things, and the resources that were starting to come out from the government or the county, like mm-hmm. the PPP and the uh, Loudoun County had a grant opportunity, and so yeah. it was like, oh, oh, wow, okay, great, I'm going to get on that, I'm going to apply for that, yeah. and I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to apply for that. And who did you talk to, and how did you get it? And so we did a lot of coming together and sharing what we were yeah. learning mm-hmm. and that was hugely powerful and, yes. and really helped, but there was mm-hmm. so much to learn because even this PPP thing, this payroll protection program 
was really kind of a big mess uh, in the beginning. And, and then, and then there were so many rules attached to it. Mm -hmm. uh, So it gave me the opportunity to, to retain my employees and pay them. But there were, I had to pay them for way more than they, they were working, which was great for them, but a little stressful for me because I'm like, okay, if I could push that money out longer, right. Because at the end of eight weeks, it was like, okay, you're done. And then what? And then mm-hmm. what? So mm-hmm. of course they changed the rules, but they changed them a little too late for me. So that was, that was going on. Yeah. Um, fortunately, my big vendor, Ideal Protein, which is the weight loss protocol we use, they okay. pivoted and shifted. And in the past, it was always, I had to order all my product from them and then sell it. Uh, you stock it and sell it. Sure. So they said, okay, we're going to, we're going to make the give you the ability to buy it from us and ship it directly to your clients. So they'll ship it. Wonderful. So no inventory. Right. Oh, what a blessing. Mm -hmm. If that hadn't happened, I don't know, Sherry, where I would be right now. So that was huge. Um, And I, but again, there was a a training and an education piece for the clients right? because they were used to just popping in, picking up what they wanted. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it was, well, you can do this and I can ship it to you, but there's a threshold, there's a minimum that I do protein sets. Right. And then there was shipping. And so lots of changes for everyone. Yeah. Changes. And Mm -hmm. then they're like, well, that's now I've got to order more. And as Mm -hmm. you said, they're worrying about their purse strings. Yeah. Um, but it would last them longer. And then right. I said, you know what, I'll, I'll take the the hit on the shipping. I'll pay the shipping. Just let's wow. make this as doable Yeah. because I just wanted to retain people. You know, mm-hmm. they were in their program. Let's not fall off into the stress of all of this. Mm-hmm. Now I did lose some, some people with the stress of it all, or, or suddenly kids are home Yes. and mom's working and mm-hmm. trying to manage schooling kids. And she's like, the last thing I can do right now is try to diet or lose weight. Right. So then, Hey, can you touch on that really quickly? Because I think, um, that's a, that's something that many, um, women are in the thick of right now, you know, and and this is standard for women, I think, unfortunately, and I think it's historical. I think it's societal. Um, but when stuff starts to hit the fan, we become the last people we serve. (sighs) So true. Right. And so I imagine that that has certainly significantly impacted your, like you were just saying, your women clientele. Right. And so we've shifted our message for our coaching, actually. So now I say, look, let's all do the best we can. You know, it's nothing is perfect. And let's see what we can do just to maintain where we're at. If you can't lose, that's okay. Let's just do the best we can. And we've shifted more to how can you organize or plan your week Mm -hmm. for, for optimal success and taking that feeling of it's got to be all or nothing. It's got to be a hundred percent or nothing. Mm. Let's just do, do what we can. Yeah. And if you have a bad day or you have a bad week, it's, that's okay. Yeah. Let's just pick ourselves up and, and do better, do as best. I don't want to say even better, but just do the best that we can because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's not perfection right now. It, it's just too much. Yeah. Um, but if we can not go backwards, yes. that's a good thing. Yeah. Right? I picture it like a, um, when things happen, when life events happen and COVID is certainly a common life event. Uh, for all of us. But at any time major life events happen, whatever we're kind of going full swing at, 
we typically, whatever that unexpected event is, knocks us back and it doesn't knock us back to stasis. Mm-hmm. It knocks us back to regression. Uh-huh. And um, I, I think I love, so I love that picture of what you're saying. It's like, okay, let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Not, let's right. not go from 100 to negative 100. Let's, let's just maintain. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and putting some structure in. So mm-hmm. what we've been talking about is, well, you had some kind of structure before. Mm-hmm. Let's just because you're home and got four kids and, you know, <laughs> let's try to put some structure in. Yeah. And if that's like planning your week out or making sure you have healthy snacks in the kitchen. And I had one client, I have one client and she has four teenage boys. And yeah. I was like, God bless you. I don't know how you're yeah. going to manage this because you got to feed Well, you have three boys. kids of your own, right? I do. They're older. Yeah. So I haven't had to worry as much about okay. all of that. A little and bit it's of freedom. not like I have little ones that are right. have to be you know, educated. I, I just think this whole learning thing is so tough. Yeah. So structure, planning, uh, don't lose your structure. Some people, they're working at home and they get so engrossed in it that they forget to eat. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, set your alarm, just get up, get a, have a shake, do something. Yeah. Um, just, it's two extremes. You know, one is the total chaos and then the other is the total engrossing because maybe maybe your employers let people go and you're one of the few left and then you have all the burden yeah. of it. So it's it's complicated. It's emotional. It's different. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Jennifer. So um, you're, you're, you're not guilty. That's the wrong word. But when I was talking about, um, you know, we kind of end up being the ones last on the priority list. I, oh, I want to oh. ask you, because as we've been talking about this and as we've been talking about what you're in the thick of, the conversation focus has shifted to your clients and their needs. And that's great. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. But can we talk about how you are applying that structure, that planning, that that maintaining as opposed to regressing in 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 whatever area of your life that you feel led to talk about right now? Uh, Good, good question. Yes. So in the beginning, I think I was that person that was completely consumed with how, how to do all of this. Yeah. And yeah. So I have a meditation practice. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I went through a certification with the Deepak Chopra Foundation. Oh, wow. Okay. And so I have uh, my teacher training certificate. So um, it's really That's important. fantastic. And so I would say trying to uh, keep that meditation practice, mm-hmm. which when you're really stressed out can be incredibly difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, now, but, let me ask you this. Are you trying to or are you, are you doing it? I am doing it. Yes. Um, but as consistently, I would say in the beginning, probably not yeah. as consistently, trying right. to be more consistent about it. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I found has helped me tremendously is, is just walking. And, you know, I live here in Ashburn, there's beautiful trails behind my house and I have my dog blessings for the dog that needs to be walked. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Because it makes me get out there and walk. And, you know, it's funny that you say that, Jennifer, I have found that since this time, because I'm, I, I worked from home before, but because I'm meeting less with people in person, I have more time because there's less travel time mm-hmm. there, right? So there, I have a lot more time. I'm finding that I'm walking anywhere from six to eight miles with the dogs every day. Yes. 
And, and that's so awesome. Uh, yeah. And what I have found, because I, I love nature, I'm a huge nature person, mm-hmm. and there's like a stream that runs across the back. And so that's a meditative experience in itself. Uh-huh. So the dog and I go out, I put my, and I love, uh, it's called mantra music. Okay. Um, so the, and there's some beautiful artists out there that do this incredible mantra music. So I'll put my headphones in, put my mantra music on. Um, Sonatum Car is one of them. Beautiful music. Mm. And we'll walk and walk. And I look for, I, sometimes I, I tell I tell my friends, I feel like Snow White because I get out there and there's the birds and there's yeah. the bunnies <laughs> and there's the deer. Do you have Mr. Bluebird on your I, shoulder? I tell you, yeah. I, I feel like that. I'm like, oh, I, but I look for the animals. You know? That's right. That's and right. So many people, I'll see them out there and there's been so many people out there because they can, because they but they're, they're talking on the phone or blah, blah, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, just out there enjoying nature. And that is very meditative for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I love it. And if I can't get out there and do my big walks, I really miss it. And so the dog and I, we have our routines. So that's, that's been really important to me, extremely important to me. I also do yoga Mm -hmm. and I had to get I have a regular yoga practice that kind of fell apart when all of this started. But, and then of course that was different. It wasn't getting in the car and driving to the yoga studio. It was like, okay, how do we do, okay, we're going to do this online and then figuring out how, and the teachers had to figure it out. But I've, you know, gotten back into that yoga practice, which is also so important to me. Yeah. So yoga and now mantra, I've heard meditation. there's so many different types of yoga. I did. I tried. Um, I didn't try. I did it. I did. Um, what is it? T- Tabata yoga. I don't know that one. Okay. That's like some crazy stuff. Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> like when I, say, I say crazy meaning like it's hard. Yeah. It's like intense. Yeah. It's like these intense repetitions and you switch sides of the body. I mean, it was enjoyable, but I don't think that's my optimal. <laughs> Not your kind. Well, I found um, a f- some years ago when I was going through a whole other difficult time in my life, um, I was introduced to Kundalini yoga. And I, I have heard of that. I love it. Love it. Obsessed with it. My mm. favorite kind of yoga. And that's where I learned about mantra and mantra okay. music because... Um, the studio that I was going to, they just, they incorporate a lot of this beautiful music into the practice. And it's very different. A lot of people think it's really weird, but yeah, what it does for my brain and my mind yeah. and, you know, it's a technology. It's really is a science and a technology of, of positions and movements. And there is chanting in it and a lot of breath work. Um, but I tell you, it's been the best thing I've ever done in my life um, wow. along with my meditation practice. Yeah. That's fantastic. Now, I want to dive a little deeper into your thought world, if we may. Um, (laughs) So, um, because that's, you know, I I believe that our reality is reflective of our thought worlds. And um, we don't always have the best thought practices. And sometimes that uh, creates some self-sabotage in our lives. Um, So I want to take you back. Earlier, you mentioned that you had some sleepless nights. And um, I wonder if you can just give us a glimpse of what was happening in your mind. What are some of the thoughts that you were having? Maybe um, uh, being as as candid as you'd like with some of the fears that you had yeah. and some of the doubts that you had. Mm. Yeah, I would say it was 
definitely wrapped around fear. Mm -hmm. Uh, Will I be able to survive this financially? Mm -hmm. Will I be able to pay my bills? Um, If I can't continue with this business, what what am I going to do? Yeah. (laughs) What am I going to do? So, okay. So that's, that's um, exactly what I think we do as women. We go from, I talked (laughs) with, so let me just back up here for a second. I had a guest on in season two, and she had said that one of her fears was that she would end up alone as a bag lady, like under a bridge. And, and then she said, but I had to stop myself and go, wait a second, there's like a lot of steps that have to happen between now and that. And so, but that parallels what you're talking about because this this thing hits, this pandemic hits. And the first what if question, well, it's almost like there is no, there is no automatic for us specifically as women. I think that that takes concerted effort to go, okay, this is what it is. What's next? What do I do next? I think our our default, very much of the time, uh, a natural self-preservation mechanism is the fear and to think of the what if of the worst. And so it's like immediately your thoughts went to, what if I can't do this anymore? Like what what's next? You know, and there's a lot of steps. So you have clearly um, adopted a thought process that's allowed you to work through that to ask the questions related to fear and then respond to them in a meaningful way. I mean, we'll get into some more of that here in a moment, but um, can you tell us a little bit for you what that shift is like? Like, what does it take for you to have all of these sleepless nights, to have all of these thoughts of fear? And what's the catalyst? Where where does that ship turn in your thought world to the doing um, over the fearing? Hmm. Well, I'm a very action-oriented person, so making my lists of all the things. I think I kept myself so busy with all of the things I knew I needed to do uh, that in the doing, that would keep me from falling or or wallowing in the fear. That's right. Um, Yeah. What I am, I'm a pretty positive person, and this was a pretty... It's shocking time. <laughs> yes. I, I would spend a lot of my time just in awe, actually. Like, I can't believe this is actually happening. Mm-hmm. You know, this is surreal. so surreal. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a dream. Um, but I would say that I, on my walks, there's this one little path that leads down to the creek, and there's this huge tree there. And I would walk every day down. And I was doing this before COVID hit, but mm-hmm. I would walk down, and it was kind of my little sanctuary, and I would talk to the tree <laughs> and, and say my blessings and pray to the to kind of pray that the tree was just representative of like mother earth or, mm-hmm. or um, something bigger than me mm-hmm. uh, and whatever someone's religion or spiritual practices, you know, like my beloved, my, my God, my, mm-hmm. not that the tree was that, but the, it, it gave me that moment of something sure. much bigger than myself. And I would go down there and I would just, say my blessings, uh, say my gratitudes, what mm-hmm. are all the things I'm grateful for? Because what happens so often is I would get into the, oh my God, I can't believe this. This yeah. is so bad. <laughs> Everything's going down. And I, I know that that is not good yeah. for, for, you know, because I really believe that what you focus on is what you attract. So That's 100%. I say right. what you focus on stays with you. <laughs> so if you're focusing on lack or frustration, yes. that's yes. what you're going to have. Yeah. 
And so intellectually, I knew that. Emotionally, it was like scared to death. Yes. To death. And I know that I'm worrying and worrying and worrying. So I would have to make that my, my practice go down there and just focus on your blessings, focus on all the good things you have. And then I, I had, I actually got to the point where I realized and I was reading this wonderful book. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's written by Tasha Silverman. I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but mm-hmm. it was about surrendering. Mm-hmm. And I realized that this is so much bigger than me. It's so big and out of my control that I have to let let it go. Mm-hmm. So let it go and have some trust and some faith that I'll yeah. be okay. Right. I've been okay in the past. That's right. Yep. And it, I'll be okay again. Yep. But to, to, that's really hard <laughs> yeah. sometimes to, to let go. So I had to really work on that as, as a practice, just be like, okay, I'm going to turn it over to you. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to trust I'll be okay. Look at all the good things I do have in my life. I have a roof. I have food. I have my animals. I have a car. Yeah. I, you know, some money is coming in. I still have clients and just... Yeah make that a daily practice and journal and journal yeah. and journal the good things, what I want. And that's right. And sometimes it, it's so easy to get into the micro of what you want. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to kind of go bigger and, and be like, okay, what do I, I want peace. Mm-hmm. I want peace. Can I you want... give us an example of that for you? Like how did you tend to go into during this time, during the thick of it? And how, how are you still, how, you know, what does that look like for you to go into the micro as opposed to the macro? Okay. So it, micro is what are my sales today? Oh, there you go. <laughs> did I, I didn't get enough sales today. Uh Oh, does that right. mean it's over? No one's ever going to order for me ever again. And my business is over. That's yeah going you you know where you start to fall into right. that total Absolutely collapse of fear yeah. and it's like okay stop 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 you probably are going to get another sale you yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. you're not gonna you're gonna get another client they're not right. all gonna just disappear in one moment right. you know it's right. that's yeah. that thinking that it's so easy to yeah fall into so yes yeah, that micro of like okay it's monday where's everybody yeah. let's get you know how are my coaches doing do we have the clients coming in um and just yeah. then if it's not exactly what I think it should be, then, you know, starting to worry, yeah. worry, worry, worry. Instead yeah. of trusting, yeah, it's going to be okay. Okay. So that's it's- the, that's the macro. Everything's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. I've been okay in the past. I'm going to be okay now. Um, how do you redirect yourself? Uh, very often I find that uh, for myself in particular, I use external reminders because I am acutely aware of the power of my slippery slope mind, and I need to surround myself with external reminders, be that a phone call to a friend, be that sticky notes that I have, be that whatever, a song that that brings me back to the macro. Um, What is that for you? I would say it's some of it's my meditation. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if I, if I'm finding, there's so many different kinds of meditation. And if I'm finding just doing silence or my mantra meditation isn't working, my mind's too like me, yeah. um, I might find a YouTube uh, meditation uh, that's a guided meditation so that mm-hmm. I can just listen to a soothing voice guide me through something that will help calm me down. Okay. Um, and I would, I would say my mantra music is so huge for mm-hmm. me. Uh, it's, that really soothes me. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so many positive That's an messages. external reminder. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yes, it is. So I play it all the time. 
And uh, sometimes I'll just find one particular song and I'll just listen to it over and over and over again. There's, there's yeah. one that just says, I'm beautiful, I'm bountiful, I'm blissful. Mm-hmm. And it's sung so beautifully. And I just, I, I just sing it with yeah. her yeah. because I remind myself, I got this, I can yeah. do this. I'm bountiful, the abundance will yeah. come. And, and beautiful, I don't mean it in a physical way, just mm-hmm. that, you know, beautiful spirit. And then blissful is like the peace, the happiness. Mm-hmm. And just, I'm okay. I'm okay. It's like that. I'm okay feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to touch on something that you're saying that I think is really critical um, for us to reiterate for ourselves and for the women listening to be able to consider and thinking and, and think about a lot of times there's two phrases that come to mind. One is let it go. And one is stop thinking about it. So a lot of times I think when we're in the thick of something, we tend to, use those um, phrases as potential comforts or encouragements to ourselves. And to me, um, when I'm in the thick of something, I need to hold on to something. And so if I tell myself to let it go, or if I tell myself to stop thinking about it, then I realize I'm holding nothing. And so it's really about, to, in my mind, I feel like it. Ha- we have to shift from like you were saying, the focus from the let it go to the stop thinking about it, because that's an impossibility if I find Mm -hmm. myself empty. Mm -hmm. I I have to replace that with something. And so I love what you're talking about, replacing that with this trust, replacing that with this belief, replacing it with gratitude. Um, And so for, for the women listening, I just wanted to clarify that, that it's not enough to just let it go or stop thinking about it. You have to fill that void with something that is opposite of that. That's a good point. And I think the structure of that is journaling is so powerful. And um, some years ago, when I was going through terrible time, and I was so negative, so negative Mm -hmm. that this, this wonderful person said to me, you know what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to get a journal. And I want you to fill it up with gratitude statements, Mm. the whole book, just do the whole book. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. I have no interest in this whatsoever. <laughs> I'm miserable. I'm thankful for my toast, okay? I, it, well, it, it, that's kind of how it right. started. It's like, well, I'm grateful I woke up, I think. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I love your honesty. That's fantastic. It was it was really tough, but I, I was so desperate to feel better <laughs> yeah. that I, I thought, I'll, I'll try anything. What the heck, yeah. So I did it. I, I filled up the whole journal and it started out with simple statements like, well, the sun is shining. Um, I do have breakfast. Um, and, and, and that I, I learned that I was then able to expand it and my blessings became bigger or I was recognizing them. I filled up the whole journal. So I would highly recommend that to anyone mm, to just yes. write down what you do have and what is good in your life, even yeah. if it's so tiny mm-hmm. that it feels impossible. There's yeah. something I can breathe. Um, yeah. I have my health. Uh, I, you know, like I said, I have a car or it could be a means of transportation or I have friends or I have family. I have kids. Yeah. You know, I have a cat. I have a cat that sleeps with me. <laughs> comfy. Um, and, and really, and, and so not to put stress on people, but just start simple. Yeah. If you can come up with three things a day, 
and, you know, write them down. And I, again, the power of writing is important, yes, That's right. but that's a way to pen. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that is just a wonderful practice mm-hmm. and affirmations uh, can be very powerful when you're mm-hmm. feeling negative. Um, there's uh, someone taught me this loving kindness meditation, which often I will just journal uh, that technique. And it, it, it's as simple as, um, may I be happy? May I be healthy? May I be abundant? May I be peaceful? May I be joyful? Whatever it is. And I, I would just write it and write it and write it and yes. write it. So you can write it for yourself. You can write it for someone else. Um, you know, may you be happy. Yeah. May you be healthy. Uh, what well, once was a punishment? Um, <laughs> were little kids. Well, they didn't really do this when I was a little kid, but the, you know, writing it 1000 times <laughs> right. or whatever. Hey, there was some truth to that. Yeah. Well, and it helped with the, it helps with the fear Yeah, and it, and it points your mind in the right, right direction. That's and right. even if you don't believe a word of what you're writing, yeah. it, it activates something. And yeah. you just, if you just keep with it, yeah. uh, because I, you know, I don't want to sound a lala like, oh, just surrender and your life will be great. It's yeah, there's work that has to be done, and... <laughs> <laughs> right? Just surrender. Yeah, it all seems so beautiful. Oh, right. wait, it's no right walking through the trails. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so a, a couple of things that you've been doing, um, I just want to highlight. Um, that you've been doing while you are in the thick of it. And you're certainly not in the clear. None of us are. Um, But you're in the clear in the way that you are working through the woods on your terms and you're creating that path for yourself rather than allowing the path to be created for you. Mm. And um, I just think that's really powerful. So I love the meditation, the mantras, the walking. To me, what you've done is you have continued to engage in what you know works for you as opposed to just casting it to the side because there's too other, too much other stuff to worry about. Mm-hmm. Right. The other thing that I heard you doing is that you're communicating and you're collaborating and you're having companionship and, um, so important to be able to do that because it not only allows you to receive some encouragement, it allows you to pour into somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I may be putting those words into your mouth, but my assumption is based on talking to you after the last you know, 30 minutes or so that that's who you are as well, that you like to pour into others. I mean, look at your business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, very yeah. true. Yeah. So um, a couple of things that I wanted to ask you and just coming back to that pouring into others, ministering to others, I think a lot of times what we do um, is we can become so desperate where, when we're in the thick of something that we want so badly for somebody to minister to us, to uh, heal that, to soothe it, to uh, maybe not necessarily to fix it but just to know, just to understand. But one of the things that I've learned, Jennifer, and I'd be curious um, if you've had a similar experience. One of the things that I've learned is that most of my healing, most of my ability to trust, my ability to surrender, my ability to have confidence in what comes next doesn't come from me wishing things were better or even from taking actions to make things different. It comes from me ministering to somebody else. It comes from me saying, here's 
what's going on with me. Here's how I'm dealing with that. Even if I'm feeling like that's totally ineffective, even if I'm feeling it's not good enough, me sharing that, me being um, transparent enough to share that with them, to encourage somebody else, I have found has been more filling and more powerful in surrendering and trusting than trying to do that without ministering to somebody else. Yeah, uh, I think that I've always been that kind of person. And having had this weight loss business for 11 years, my passion has always been to help others, Mm -hmm. to help, and we have mostly women, but we have men too, just get healthy, uh, live their best life. Why is that important to you, Jennifer? (sighs) I, I don't know. I think I was born that way. Um, <laughs> I, just, I mean, I mean, weight loss specifically. Oh, specifically, in yeah. Oh, wow. I I think I evolved into that. Um, it's a long long story. You know, my mother was one of eight and mm-hmm. the youngest, and there was a lot of heart disease in her family. So we we always had an awareness of, of health and things. And I think at one point I was a candy striper. Um, oh, fun. No, but I, I didn't go in. pictures of that. We should post one with this episode. <laughs> I don't know what, but, but I, I think I always was interested in, in helping people through health, but I went in a completely different track in my life. And then later when I had children, uh, one of my kids, um, he struggles with, uh, bipolar, depression, um, and, and at a very young age, you know, ADHD, all of that. So it really brought me back into trying to help him through health. And I learned a lot about holistic modalities rather than just pharmaceutical. And I think that's what set me on a journey and led me into health, uh, my first at as really entrepreneurial business was setting up health events for corporations all over the DC metro area. It was more of a, almost an event planning type of job, but it was all a, around health and wellness. I learned so much mm-hmm. from doing that. And what I, what I was seeing was that people were suffering from obesity and diabetes. And we only had, you know, a few minutes in a corporate environment to make a difference. And mm-hmm. I, I thought I really, want to do something that helps people more on a one-on-one basis that can really change their lives. So that's when I made the leap into opening a a weight loss center. And then through doing that, I I learned that it's not just what you eat. It's Mm -hmm. emotional. It's much, it's much bigger than just food. Yes. Yeah. Food. I I feel like food is like it. Food is the symptom. Our food choices are the symptom rather than the cause of our disease. Yeah. That's, that's a very good way of putting it. And of course the foods that are available to us don't help. uh, Because there's, (laughs) yeah. And they don't help when you've got a tight budget either. True. Yeah. Uh, Like, you know, the, the least expensive foods are the junk foods that's um, right. for a lot of people. They, that's tough. And, and now people, especially in this area, Loudoun County, it's two income families, you know, they're working and then they're sh- not right now because of COVID, but it's like, there's sports and activities and yep. this and that and this and that. And there's no time to cook. Yeah. There's no time to shop. There's no time to sit down as a family and eat. So our eating patterns really get messed up and we're eating much more fast food than we anticipated. And it's just a kind of whole 
messed up time. So actually this time of COVID and being home is a wonderful opportunity yeah. to make changes. Yes. It, it, say that girl, you got listening out there. This is the time, not when it's over right now. This is the time. And like so many, like I was saying, so many people out jogging and walking. And, and I think one of the things that I, I, when I was talking about this being dreamlike and surreal, when this was all first happening was, wow, what a gift this time actually is. It, there's a lot of pain, but there's also, if you can look at it uh, in a positive way, yeah. what a gift to be able to get out and walk and exercise. That's what a gift right. to have the time to be able to prepare meals or maybe do more yoga classes online because you don't have to yeah. get in the car and drive somewhere or take the Put time to meditate. on your car. Oh my gosh. I was, thinking, I was like, uh, <laughs> when's the last time I drove my car? Right. <laughs> And that, and all the money I'm saving from not, you know, oh, not going out to restaurants and eating That's at home right. and trying to eat healthier. And, and, and I'm thinking, I some of it I miss, but a lot of it I don't. Yeah. And I'm a very, I'm very comfortable being home. Uh, I don't need a lot of external, mm-hmm. um, I sense know. that about you. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, but I know it's not that easy for so many people. They, they miss that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. As a matter of fact, I, I had uh, dinner with a, a friend last night. That was the first time. And mm-hmm. we sat outside and it was like, wow, it's so cool to be in the same space with you. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's weird. I remember the first time I went in, I think I went into a coffee shop, a local coffee shop to get a coffee. And I sat down in the back in the corner by myself. And I was like, this is really weird. I'm in a coffee shop right yeah. now. I know. Should I be? Right, Should right, I not be? Right. <laughs> I know I, I'm still a little uncomfortable with going inside. Yeah. Um, because it is it's this like and I'm I'm watching the waiter and I'm like, you know, I know you touched that. Oh no. <laughs> right? yeah. So hey Jennifer, tell us about Seven Company. Tell us about um, you know, you, you told us a little bit about your why, but what are what's your why in terms of the outcome? Who do you work with? Why you know, what do you see with them? How do you work with them? Okay. Well, thank you for asking. Yeah. Uh, so as I mentioned earlier, we use a very specific protocol. It's called Ideal Protein, and it's very structured. Uh, it is what we call a low-carb, low-fat protocol. Mm-hmm. And when it is followed... It's, I'm sorry. I just have to say, doesn't that just suck all the fun out of life, yeah. Jennifer? Isn't that what people say to you? No carbs, no fat? Come on. <laughs> and then I say it's temporary. Okay, good, good, good. That There's light. Um, if there is light and and honestly i think people are surprised by how well they can eat how okay. good they feel when they're not getting all that sugar and processed food in their system uh it's very educationally based so they're learning about food how it reacts mm. to their own body and then as they get to their goal weight we start yeah. to transition off of such a strict protocol and reincorporate foods, Mm -hmm. trying to teach people that when they get into maintenance, because I think maintenance is the hardest thing ever, Mm -hmm. um, because it's so easy to fall back into old patterns that, that how are we going to eat Mm -hmm. differently, uh, for, for our health, uh, as, as we get into maintenance and, and also recognizing that life happens Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we make, COVID happens, and I was telling you before, COVID nineteen pounds right. happens. Oh yeah, um, and and that's and yoga pants happen. Yeah, yoga pants, a <laughs> pandemic pants happen. <laughs> you know it's bad when you haven't gotten out of your pandemic pants for a long time. 
Um, <laughs> and then you go to put on a pair of pants that buttons and zips and you're yeah, like, and it's like, oh. no, yeah, right. So uh, recognizing that and that what are we going to do when that happens and yeah. how can we come back and tweak things and, and taking, um, again, it's that all or nothing. It's that, oh, well, I failed because I gained it back. So, mm-hmm. you know, then like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. No, we can regroup. That's and, right. you know, I, I've had my own struggles. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, okay, it was really good in the beginning. And then it was like, yeah, no, then mm-hmm. I was having too much fun. And then it's like, no, now I got to circle back and, yeah. <laughs> you know, get back myself back to where I want to be. But um, I would say uh, it's mostly, we mostly are women come mm-hmm. in, um, probably, uh, you know, ages 30, 35, up to 65, 70. Okay. Um, women that uh for a lot of our women i think are the 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 moms who've taken care of everybody else yeah they've gained some weight and now they're like okay it's time to take care of me yeah we do get a lot of people that come in because they're they're starting to have health issues more and more mm-hmm. honestly it's mm-hmm. really concerning the amount of people on blood pressure medicines cholesterol yes. medicines blood sugar medicines and so people come in and say my doctor wants to put me on medicine i don't want to do it so what do i need to do and i'm like okay because yeah. this program is a metabolic makeover it is not just losing weight it is yeah. changing your metabolism and it gets your body back into a what we call it a fat burning machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's the, your insulin down, your pancreas working better. So it's, it's, mm. it's about the health. I never wanted to be a fad diet. I never wanted to offer a fad diet. Yeah. I wanted it to be a diet that had science behind it that really, really made a difference. And sustainable. Uh, and sustainable and has a lot of education mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what this program does. So that's, that's the core of our program. I am almost finished with my holistic nutrition certification. Wow. So I'm really excited because, uh, part of my journey is with ideal protein, you have to use the ideal protein foods and they work fabulously well and they're all, they're wonderful. Um, but I'm starting to explore whole foods and, yeah. That's kind of a health thing. It's it's um, how foods can help us be healthy. So it's just another part of what I want to be able to offer. If someone yeah. doesn't want to go in that direction, I'm like, well, here's another direction. Maybe yeah. it's not about losing weight. Maybe it's about getting healthy. Yeah. Um, Maybe and, it's about brain health. I mean, you know, we know oh that our goodness. brain function on what we consume. So, yeah. Oh, that is so true. And there's so many studies now coming out with um, – dementia being yeah. what they call type three diabetes because the sugar is feeding it, Alzheimer. It's fascinating, honestly. Yeah. So there's a whole shift and inflammation. That's the other piece I'm so interested in right now is okay. inflammation and how the foods that we eat are causing all of this inflammation in our body. Yeah. And when we get the belly fat, the, the, the belly fat, the visceral fat is really the, the dangerous fat because it's what's around our organs. Mm-hmm. And when we have all that fat around our organs, our body starts to react to it and raises our inflammation. Mm. And so then inflammation... Like, like the fat is an invader and needs exactly. to be, And yeah. the white blood cells start to right. attack. And inflammation causes disease. It causes uh, arthritis and uh, all kinds of things. And it's the perfect breeding ground for cancer. Yeah. So if we can lower our inflammation, we can really improve mm. our health. So... Um, one of our, our newest things is just a, a food inflammation test, which is a really okay. easy little test you can take to find out how your body's reacting. It's not for allergies. It's just 
what may be causing inflammation in your body. And I did it for myself and I was very dismayed because I found out that I'm highly, um, or I have a high inflammation response to whey, which is cheese. Which and, is, yeah. Yeah. I was about like, I was like, I'm so have you um, eliminated cheese because of that? Let me tell you, I'm, I haven't a hundred percent. I'm trying to eat less of it. Girl, I don't know why we didn't do the whole episode about thriving in the thick of giving up cheese. Cheese. And then the other one was <laughs> eggs. Oh and my I was goodness. Like, I was like, oh no. <laughs> so I've had much oh. better success eliminating the eggs than I am with the cheese. I'm really God bless you, girl. I know. Wow. So I'm, I'm sure. but it was fascinating because I that I is like, fascinating. I was like, wow, I had no idea. So those days when you wake up and you feel achy and you know creaking as you're going down the stairs, that could be inflammation, making your joints stiff and sore, you know, muscles achy. That could all be it I'm not saying that is what it is, but it could be. No, that. but you have just uh struck a chord of curiosity with our listeners. So maybe they're like, well, I want to know what foods make me inflamed. How do they find that out with you? Well, they just need to get in touch with me and we can do that by my website, um, which... Well, how do they do the test? Do they have to come oh, oh, in? The test. Or? Okay. No, no. It's uh, now, thankfully, everything can be shipped right to you. It's an at-home test okay. and um, it, it has a little... It's, it's a finger stick. So you stick your finger and you get a little bit of blood from your finger and you put it on this card. It has like five circles on it and you want to fill each circle up with a little bit of your finger stick blood, mm -hmm. mail it off to the lab. Wow. Um, report comes to me and then I sit down with you and explain it. And like there's like Zoom or something yep, like that. Absolutely. Okay. Zoom now that we've all gotten really good at Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's interesting because it'll tell you like three levels. You're either really reactive, somewhat reactive, or not reactive. Okay. And there's a couple different tests you can have. One has like 22 common foods and the other one has like 175 foods. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So. Um, wow. That's yeah. super cool. That's it's super cool. cool. I think, I think, Jennifer, you have a special offer for their listeners about the food test or inflammation test. Yep. Yep. It's called a food inflammation test. And so what I'm offering is $50 off of the test and a mm. free, free consultation wow. uh, with me. And, and actually, whether you want to do the food inflammation test or not, I'm happy to do a free consultation with anyone that would like to talk wow. about their health or what their goals are or how they're feeling. Uh, and then That's so generous. What does the uh, consultation look like? It is, is it uh, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, zoom? How, what, how, how does that happen? Well, I would typically say about 45 minutes. Okay. And of course, right now by zoom is ideal. Mm -hmm. uh, and we can discuss a health history and what goals someone might have if they're looking again to improve health or lose weight. Uh, and Great. then I can help point them in the right direction of what mm -hmm. might be the, the best way to go, whether it be just some nutrition counseling with whole foods or going on this full, full blown program, or just doing the food inflammation to see where you're at doing some food Im eliminations mm -hmm. uh, to get the inflammation down. Uh, so, yeah, that's a beautiful offer. Okay. So we're going to make sure we're going to have all of the information available. It's going to be included in the show notes. Listeners, you don't want to miss out on this chance to take a food inflammation test. I'm going to take you up on that. I think Jennifer, because 
I pro- I've got a little inflammation happening. I'm, I'm aware of that. <laughs> so I just, it better not be cheese. Cause if it's cheese, I'm oh, coming after you. <laughs> I know. I know. I was like going to cry. I was like, no, I'm in <laughs> denial. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, Hey, how do people get in touch with you? Well, uh, absolutely go to my website, which is www.sevencompany.com. And I always like to point out that it's the number seven, not seven spelled out. And oh, um, might help you remember because seven is my last name. So that's why it became seven company. That. Yeah, that's super cool. You're like a superhero. <laughs> Jennifer seven. I know. It's so cool. Yeah. We're going to make you a cape. Um, so, hey, I've got two final questions for you. Because this season we're focused on talking about how women are thriving in the thick of it. And thriving means to grow and learn about yourself. Um, can you share with us one thing that you've learned about yourself that you're surprised about? in thriving in the thick of all of this that I've learned about myself, um, which is new to you, you know, that I'll be okay. Mm. And I, and I think it took me a long time to realize that I will be okay. Mm-hmm. That you have that confidence now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, you know, life may throw a lot of stuff at me. It has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I've gotten through it and I yes. will get through it. I That's will great. get through it. I know I will get through it. I, I can do it. You know? I love that. Now that might be also the answer to the last question, okay. So, but maybe it's not, maybe you've got something different for us. So um, at the end of every show, I always ask every woman that I interview, if you could leave the women listening with one truth that you want them to always remember after the show ends, what would that be? Nothing stays the same. Nothing stays static. This will change. And there is hope in that. Um, so know that if you are feeling so dark and sad, this this is not going to stay this way. That's you know, right. Life is, you know, a year from now, it will be different. I'm not sure how it's going to look at a year, but it you're not stuck. I just love Jennifer's heart to serve you, to serve me, her new friend, and to share with us how she is thriving in the thick of it. She was such a champ when I asked her some of the tough questions, and I hope that you've learned a lot from Jennifer today. And I think it's fascinating just how much inflammation can wreak havoc on the body. And I plan on taking Jennifer up on her offer for a free consultation and potentially $50 off of your food inflammation test kit. Remember, that's something you can take at home. Then you can have a video consultation with Jennifer absolutely free, no obligation. Please, if you're ready, if you're ready to take control of your health, if you're ready to get out of those pandemic pants, text the word READY, R-E-A-D-Y, to 540-369-2139. It's super easy. All you'll do is text the word READY to 540-369-2139, and you'll receive a link to schedule at your convenience your video consultation with Jennifer Seven of Seven Company Weight Loss and Wellness. Please share this episode with a friend who is in need of reclaiming their wellness and getting out of their pandemic pants as well. Let's take back control, do the best we can, and count on the truth that we are going to be okay. All right, my friends, I'll see you right here on Wednesday with another episode from yours truly. Until then, remember to speak truth over the lies so you can thrive in any and
circumstance.